Okay. All right. Well, well welcome here to the cast. The let's first get some comedy going here. This is kind yeah. of the first that I consider the this the first. This is what the Smart this is what the podcast always should have been. Okay. It should have been me and you from the beginning, Just dude. Doing cool stuff. And I mean that Got from the bottom of my heart. Out. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. I love it. Because honestly, uh, you know, uh, we tried to do this. Remember when you brought mics when barn. we were working in the yeah. barn together? Yep. Dude, if we would have had those recordings, that would have been. I still have those recordings somewhere. Do you really? It, uh, you know, <sighs> we didn't really do the testing we needed to do with them. Yeah, it's and true. they would they would it's pan true. out like one of us would be really loud yeah. and one of us would be really quiet. Right. And yeah. we didn't have the gear at the barn. Yeah. To really right. Do something. We were low tech like back in oh, those days. So low tech. Low that was mics. back, dude. How long ago was that? Oh, I've been man. working there like seven years now. Yeah, so that was a good four years ago. A good four years ago, probably yeah. at least. I was working there for a year when you started. So were you really? Yep. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So me and Brandon used to shovel horse shit together mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, back in the that was back in my crazy days too. Because I remember I'd be like hung over as shit or <laughs> waking up and super drunk from drinking and the night before. <laughs> and you, you would roll up with McDonald's <laughs> and I was yeah. like, thank <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you started a few weeks after the boys were born. Yes. Yep. Yes. It's funny how those two events that I just described <laughs> and the boys or Yeah. Yeah, first year of my kid's life were pretty dark, so. <laughs> On my desktop, I have a picture of you from the barn. Really? I'll put it in. We'll put it in here. We'll put it in. We'll clip it. We'll, we'll put it in. We'll do it in post. We'll put it in in post. I'll show it to you. Oh, my God, I remember that. Dude, I remember one time there was... Uh, one of my buddies lived like down the road from there. We oh, par- yeah. Yeah, we were partying at his yeah. house the, the night before. And I got super hammered and I was up until like, you know, it was probably like three or four in the morning. Uh-huh. And remember, I think I I either thought it or I think I texted you. I might have even texted you and said, yo, dude, I'm going to sleep in the bedding at the barn. The bedding <laughs> yeah. is like the the saw for everyone doesn't know. It's like sawdust. You put yeah. it's a big pile of sawdust that we have at the barn that goes in the stalls <laughs> after we clean them out. And I was going to I was this was drunk, like hammered, blacked out mind thinking oh it's that picture that dude picture, oh man. that's horrible yeah, god damn it <laughs> <laughs> that picture will never go away no damn dude my hair is about back there though yeah nice yeah, yeah. nice it's Keep getting there yeah. no but i was i remember being i was like blackout drunk the night before and i texted you and i was my plan was to sleep in the bedding at the barn so that i wouldn't sleep i, I think the- it would have worked probably comfortable <laughs> dude imagine if because kathy the lady who owns the barn she would have come out and done barn check at like you know probably well i guess it would have been after that but you just know it would have been one of those times where someone had to come out and like check something out and i would have been just laying there in this pile of sawdust that would have been funny. Yeah, that would have been awesome. The hay is where you should have laid. Yeah, why did I think? Yeah. Why did I go with the bedding, the well, sawdust? I mean, I'm sure. Dude, imagine sleeping in sawdust. That. <laughs> that would be. You weren't so even homeless. Shit. You just did it. No, I know. I was just drunk, and I was just like, "Well, this is closer to my house. It's four in the morning. I'm definitely not going to wake up in time if I if I don't just sleep in the barn." 
I just have to sleep in the premise on the premises. <laughs> what do you think Kathy would think about uh, us playing paintball in the back? There were no horses mm. or anything. Dude, the thing is, is the um, horses probably still hear the guns though. Yeah, that would definitely freak them out. Plus, the like the park built their trails back there. So if you walk back you in the woods there, there the yeah, you just see people walking by the trails. Damn, crazy. Yeah, the city like built trails back there. All the way to the river. Yeah, and cut off a lot of the property too. Like, I mean, not cut off the property. They like made we had to move the fence onto their property line. Oh. Yeah. It's it's so like you see it's a nice path back there. It's like one of those rubberized footpaths oh, nice. kind of deals. And they have like these dock overlook things that got built onto like so you can like it's like a little pier out on the river. Huh. So it's kind of cool. wonder but. if you can camp on one of those piers. Um, <laughs> I, well, I mean, <laughs> that would be the good place because you can always bug out like, right? you know, 50 yards. And you just you climb under the fence. see somebody coming, like hop in the boat, go down. Yeah. Like, oh, I was just chilling. Dude, I would, well, I would <laughs> camp out there and it would. it's kind of weird because like in the fall when there's no leaves and shit out there. Oh, but you can see everything. Yeah, Everybody and people can see, can see you. So you're just kind of out there just chilling and it's, you know, people are walking by like, and it's weird. Plus it's that part of town. So it's like, yeah, I don't know, it's man. It's just weird, a weird vibe. Yeah. It's like none of their fucking business and they're trying yeah, to exactly. find a way to make it there. I know. Business. Yes, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, dude. They tore down a lot of forests so people could enjoy nature. <laughs> they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, <Ironic. laughs> they, dude, they annihilated like half of that woods back there. Because they didn't just make like a little trail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They took those like tree shredder machines. You know? They took those like tree shredder machines and just went through there and like just shredded a path like... Like I said, not just for a little footpath, but a path probably like 15, 20 foot wide at least. And then some spots were like the trail junctions together. They made it even bigger. So it's it's like insane back there. I mean, they like a ton of trees literally shredded. They leave any firewood laying around? Um, That's the thing, dude, is they use those like shredder machines. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Things you see like on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Those. And they would just be rolling back there, just, I mean, it was like, yeah, it was crazy, dude. But, well, I got some. I mean, tequila. it is cool. The trails are cool. For my birthday. Katie you got, got some. Tequila. That, oh, so yeah, it was really your birthday. Well, it was your so. actual birthday a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then we had a birthday party, so. Yeah, yeah. yesterday, which yeah, I missed. Great time to have a birthday party, Father's Day weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yep, because you get done with the party, and then, well, let's have a Father's Day cookout. Okay, well, it's kind of like having a party again. Yeah. So, that's fun. But, hey, here yeah. is to the barn. Hell, yeah. The barn To days. the barn yep. and the first mm-hmm. real cast. Come on. So There we go. Are you saying this is shoveling shit? What? Are we shoveling shit? I guess we I mean, are today. Metaphorically. Yeah. Yep, we'll shovel shoveling the shit. shit. Yeah. So, back in the day at the barn... We oh yeah, dude. We probably problems. have so many stories from the barn, actually. We, we if we, we get talk into about it. What, what kind of problems <laughs> we talk? Well, you have a, a military history. 
Oh yeah. So um, yeah, my PTSD and now when I and I would beat the horses. That was a problem. No, that was. That was not bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You I don't have PTSD, and I never that traumatized. Ah, God damn it! God damn it! We are thinning this for the episode. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh man! And you, dude, and another barn I worked at. You gave that to a late that horse. I worked at oh, another barn. Right. Remember? Yeah. Then the horse that's in it. this picture. Yep. Uh, moved to another barn that I was and, working at when I moved uh, to another barn. I think she was one of my customers. I tiled her yeah, house. Yeah, when you were doing tile, yeah. Yeah, I tiled Fucking her house. Crazy, I was, she was like, oh, you know Ben. Yeah. I was like, girl, I know Ben. <laughs> yeah. And then she brought that printed out picture yes. to the barn that oh, I was working at. Even, oh, She's like, hey, everyone, better. look at Ben. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. That's cool. God damn it. Gotta keep this bad boy. Yeah. It was a mint. The horse wanted that mint, man. You know what horses like. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, sh- shoveling shit. Yeah. We used to listen to NPR a lot. And you got oh, yeah. To we did. Like, I, Dude, I NPR was different back then. It was. NPR was yep. different yep. back then. Wait, what, what year are we talking? Oh, this would be... Uh, what year? So, wait, wait. If I'm been there the seven years... Well, they were just... Oh, they were born in 2015. Yeah, so 2016. Okay, so 2017. Okay, so this is, uh, yeah. yeah. This is right before the freaking, um, the reckoning when Trump was elected. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So this is right around way that time before. then. Yeah, way before there was anything to do with Trumpism. We, we talked yeah. about yeah. politics, you know, and the polarities oh, yeah, of politics, the redundancies uh-huh. in the military. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, we talked about Monsanto because remember. Oh, uh, yeah. Old uh, Jonah used to work there. And yes. He, he was uh, some sort of master's degree in arbology or something. What, yes. Whatever it was. Yeah, Jonah. Because Jonah. Uh, just to fill everyone in, Jonah was a dude that came to work on the farm, and he, uh, what was his history? He he just would go around the he went around working off. I forget what the program was, but he was involved Worked in that thing. Remember farms, where you yeah. could basically just work on a farm, and they'd pay for your like they'd pay for you to chill on their farm. Right. Like you could live there basically for free. I don't right. think you got paid. So that's, I think he was doing something sort of like that, but it was a little different situation yeah, where, here. Where he ended up was yeah. he ended up at this church that needed a, a horticulturist yeah. because he, uh, you know, put up this big greenhouse. Yes. He started growing bees. He yeah. started farming earth That's worms. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started doing a bunch of natural. Lots of vegetables. A lot of natural yeah. homesteading on this church. Yeah. He still lives out there, I do believe. Yeah, she had, uh, er, uh, it was like a, bunch of land that a lady had willed to a church right so it's basically just a big uh, empty grass field homestead and then yeah yeah uh, vacation properties in the back too yes yeah they have those cabins yeah so but as far as yielding any crops yeah he he completely built that did that thing from scratch oh yeah because i'm and they yeah dude and they built a a uh walk-in cooler with like a bunch of window ac units i remember seeing it Oh, yeah, dude, it was one. like a it was like a double insulated room, basically, with wow. and it was cooled by basically window AC wow, units. I wonder a bunch got, of them. I wonder if he got gypped into like helping this militant 
religious faction have food for the when the reckoning comes. Oh shit. damn! Like, what dude. if it's a lot darker? You than think even maybe he, he was, knows, dude? You know? You're talking Waco. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what if this religious? Yeah. What if this religious entity <laughs> is preparing for any kind dude. of? You know, they they come off on the That's public a twist in the story right there as a as just a a, a benevolent organization. They are a church. Mm-hmm. They have a farmers market. And come, his girlfriend was super into like marches and vegetables. Shit. I, I don't know about that. No, she was. Oh, yeah. yeah, I went and chilled up there a couple times. She was all into her and friend friends were all into She's shit. pretty cool. So good. Yeah, they're all cool. Mm-hmm. But we're talking a good cover though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know what? If he was in charge of hiding the guns, he wouldn't be telling us about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Even if we were his exactly. best friends, Jonah was tight lipped. Like Jonah was. Yeah. He's ride or die. Yeah. Like, if he needed to, he'd be tight lipped as some bitch. Yeah. That's so. true. Yeah, he they're still they still seem to be pot, you know, going over there. I haven't, you know, he's yeah, he's no, long no, gone the, from there. He I moved. seen him at the farmers market a couple of years ago. Did you? Yeah. Yep. He was working at the uh prison. For oh, yeah. remember? Before cuz he was working downtown at the prison and he wanted to find oh, yeah, That's right. Yeah, he for his like se- I think it was for like just a supplementary income mm-hmm. kind of deal. He was working at the pr- yeah, he hated it. He's like, "Dude, I don't want to work at a prison. I want to work on a farm." So that's how he, that's why he was looking for an, a different like weekend gig with us. Yeah. And that's how he got there. Yeah. He's working at the prison, which would be wild. <laughs> Tab's working DOC right now. Is he like really? Lebanon or yeah, wherever, somewhere, wherever there's DOC close to there. He So he works like in the jail? Uh, works uh, maintenance. Oh, really? Stuff. Yep. Damn. Yep. So. Like when prisoners are like clogging up the sinks and shit, he's no, got to go and fucking fix the sinks. For that, it's more like construction stuff, like oh, uh, re refinishing floors, recalking stuff. You know, yeah, general general construction maintenance, building stuff. Yeah, yeah, like putting extra bolts in the manhole yeah, covers so no one Shawshanks out of there. Some, <laughs> some mechanical <laughs> stuff, fixing big holes in sewer pipes that the rain must have put. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I bet she'd run into some wild people. Mm-mm, no, I don't know. Well, I, I guess yeah. Probably that doesn't sound like doing what he's doing. Yeah. He's not really in the jail. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about jail because uh, it's a whole. It's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, jail is a whole other yeah, podcast. You're probably right. For profit, you're probably prisons, right. Like, and in fact, I've already done this podcast. Really, with Katie and John about oh, for shit. profit prisons and dude, give uh, us a teaser. Uh, well, give us a teaser. So, I'm all ears. Uh, it costs more to house somebody in prison for a year than it does to pay for a year of Harvard. It, 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 oh, shit. It, oh, yeah, good point. What was yeah. it? 25% of the human population is in prison? Or uh-huh. American population uh-huh. is in prison? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it's just all for profit. Like, prisoners are probably eating oh, yeah. horse meat. Wait, so, wait. It, it, like, most of them are eating So, explain. Meat. So, there's four profit prisons, which are basically just private it's like if me and you were like, yo, let's start a prison. You yep. got a couple acres out here. Yeah, we'll throw up a shack and throw whatever, some dudes in. Sure, it. if we, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> sure. you know, let's let's yeah, metaphorical. Yeah. We'll go to we'll hit up tractor supply, get some three eighths chains. The government's like, that's great because I got a shit ton of people. I'm trying to fucking put my thumb on. Yeah, and they're like, you know, tell you what, we'll give you this many dollars for each one you you put in there. You know? Okay. And okay. So, so they're working on government contracts, right? And so okay. what? 
happens and what has happened even with the juvenile system and it was just found out okay. uh, over the past few years yeah. where these juvenile detention systems would give judges kickbacks to juveniles not we're talking under 18 to kick these kids and make them go to juvenile facilities instead of some other deferment program or probation or anything. They would give these judges kickbacks for putting these kids straight to juvie. Oh, and there were shit. a bunch of suicides because of it and higher, ju- like just in this one little county and area, the, yeah. the, the juvenile offenders just skyrocketed. Really? You know? And that's what led to the investigations and found out that the judges were getting kickbacks from these juvie detention Oh, centers. surely, dude. You know, and that's just one facility. Yeah. You know, imagine how many oh, uh, yeah. grift operations there right. are out there that we don't know about, you know. Right. And a lot of it's not exactly in the shadows grift. It's all out in the daylight. Lobbyists. Yeah. Lobbying, right. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, senators and stuff saying, no, yeah, this for prison shit or for profit prison shit. This is where it's at. Yeah, because. You know? That's a problem with a lot of stuff. I think in our legal system is like, for like you're incentivized. Like the incentive comes from like winning cases or getting people into the prisons. It's like I want people into. I just give me people into the prison. I'll give you some money, right? So it's like the incentive needs to be worked out. Like and and the same thing even with like DAs and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, that it's a lot more political there. Exactly. But it comes down to like they're they're just trying to win cases, but they're not really. It's like so then all this corrupt shit happens. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, dude, I've heard. I don't know if you ever listened to some shit about like people that were wrongly accused. Oh, goodness holy yes. shit, yeah, dude. Matt, stick in the, oh, my uh, God, dude, that shit makes that. me sick listening yeah. to because that's like, dude, that could happen to anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, that could happen well, to anybody. it can. But statistically, yeah, it's going to happen to people of color. Yeah, for poor sure. people or immigrants. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, to yeah, most yeah. That yeah. gets swept under the rug. Right. And 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 you're you're talking like I probably and really malicious prejudice. Yeah, right there. that's like that's outright like, oh, man, that's just that's shady as fuck. Well, there's stuff that happens that's not as shady, but still yeah. life devastating. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, uh, bail disruption? No. So what happens is, uh, you know, let's say you get popped with a little uh, baggie in your car that smells like weed, but there's no weed in your car. Dude, right. you don't even smoke, right? Yeah, right. But the cop wants to be a dick, takes that baggie and says, yeah, you're going to jail for that. So you go to jail. Yeah. You know your fucking charges aren't going to stick, you know, but okay. yeah, you're stuck in jail. You have no money for bail. And they say, well, your court date's in three weeks. If you don't have bail, you got to sit there for three weeks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. There goes your house. There goes your job. Maybe your girlfriend. Your life is upended because of some some dickhead cop wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what they do. They come at you with this plea agreement. Look, we know you don't want to lose your job. We don't want to lose your house. You sign right here and take this plea agreement. Plead guilty. You'll get probation, but you know what? You'll get to go home. Yeah. And that's what they do. Yeah. They ain't got a case against you, but they got you. Right. They got yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. So... And, they and I've been in, in the jail. system. You've been in the system. Yeah. yeah. So they do. You this. know what happens? When so you get in what the happened? You're going uh, to classes. You're paying for counseling. Yeah. You got to yeah, do all exactly. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah it's yep. it's a fucking. You're process. paying court fees. All that shit. Yeah. yeah. So I read sure. about this. It started in Philadelphia. 
uh, Pennsylvania, maybe uh, somewhere around there, uh, these people just started doing bail disruption. So what they do, they go into these jails and they would interview these guys and find people like you who, you know, it's, it's a, you know, yeah. Easy case that it's going to get thrown out. Yeah. Right. So right. they go ahead and pay your bail. So you don't have to take that plea agreement. So you go to court in three weeks. It gets thrown out because you went to court. The bond is returned oh, back to the bail disruptors to go in the big pool of money. They have to do this. And, it, and the cycle starts again. And they said they had a 98% return on their investment. Damn. That's pretty fucking Terrible for the legal system. Great for those bond, yeah, bond disruptors. Right, for sure. Bail disruptor. I don't even know what they're called, but I guess a few other cities have started. I think San Francisco has been trying to uh, initiate programs. There's no programs that I know about yet in Indianapolis. I've heard. I've been hearing that San Francisco is like is like trying to go to a no cash uh, bond. Well, I, I've I've been hearing shit about San Francisco. I kind of related, I guess. Just as a side note, that San Francisco is like fucking Mad Max. Is that it's like the city is like falling apart. Like it's, there's just homeless people everywhere, everywhere. I've heard it's pretty fucking well, wild it's a in lot San of Francisco. In California. Yeah, 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 right. And I, uh, a lot of not just that. Uh, yeah. You got the uh gangs. Yeah. Just like 50, 75 people walking into Walmart or walking into a big Yeah, that shit's wild, Catholic. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even even it's not. I mean, you see some shit where it's just like two dudes, and they just walk out, and it's just like a lot of these. There's some shit. I think it was like Lululemon or something. Like fired an employee because the like, I don't know the exact story, but it came down to they have like a no that like a no interfere. Like if someone's stealing shit, they're like just just let them go. But don't try and stop them. Don't try and get the shit from them or whatever. Just let them go. Which is weird, dude, because you got some people that are like, well, it's just fucking merchandise. Just let them, you know what I'm saying? This is my life we're talking about. Yeah, but it's like, okay, but, you know, when you tell me, like, someone can just come in and steal and, you know, don't try and stop them. Yeah, I guess call the police when they leave. But just stand there and watch them walk out the door. It's like, you know... You should you should have the right to do that. Like as someone that's working there, it shouldn't be my re- I guess my responsibility to stop the person. Mm-mm. But at the same time, for the people to not have your back that are working there, if you do try to do something, it's kind of fucked up. Oh, super because fucked it's like, up. dude, I'm working here, and no matter what you think of the job, like you as a CEO, if someone told you not to fucking do anything, if someone was interfering with your job. It would like make you. F- I feel like it would make your self worth and like value of the job you're doing go down. Because it's like, well, so I'm working here, well, and this dude just telling me that. Pe- so it's like, what am I even doing here? There, there's, you know, uh, there's a precedent for that. Well, maybe not precedent, but there, there's definitely a correlation to that. There's a reason management doesn't want employees to do anything because oh, then yeah. they're looking at not just loss of product, loss of you know profit, right. but if their employee gets hurt, yeah, that's workers' comp. That's opening. To I know, lawsuits, I know, dude. That that is just a huge liability, and all you are to any corporation, yeah, is an a liability. Asset. Well, or, or, or a li- liability. yeah, exactly, exactly. One of the two. There exactly. is no gray. Yeah, as an employee of a corporation. Yeah, so. that's do that, and you know what? That probably makes up a big difference on good places to work. 
is does your boss treat you like an asset or treat you like a liability? Dude. Wow. Clip oh. that shit, dude. We're fucking figuring shit out here. <laughs> no, seriously, because like where I work now, I'm treated like I'm an <coughs> asset, you know, and it's not at really all the places I work now. But I've worked places where, you know, it's like you're viewed. It's like this dude just doesn't want me to fuck anything up. Mm. He doesn't want me to make the customers mad. Well, that's a negative he way does. to look at it. The, the positive way to look at it is he wants you to succeed. Well, no, that, that's success, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is, is success. I, I see what you're saying. But I, I would say the leadership style is, well, it's the same. It, it's the same thing with leadership styles. There's people that think that you need to, like, yell and scream at people and it's my way or the highway and a good leader just has to stand firm. No, not really. You know what I'm saying? You just, I think people misinterpret things that some images of things in movies that actually weren't even what they're thinking, but they, you know, like it comes out in a certain way. So they think a good leader has to be, you know, this and that. But really, I mean, most of the the best leaders are pretty, like pretty normal and say things that you probably would, when you hear them, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's not really a profound thing. It's just a normal people saying normal things and not trying to be sort of thing. Anyways, what we're okay, we're getting off track here, dude. What were we just talking? We got into leadership. (laughs) We were talking about prisons, dude. Yeah, we're talking about four pro. talk about them because oh yeah so okay yeah no we teased it okay we, all right we're gonna get it we'll get, get into prisons the, uh, dude the saga will continue the saga will continue on prison oh so we were talking about my birthday oh yeah we're so talking about my birthday yeah um so oh wait no, no there's one thing i want to say i don't even know how to get back into it oh no no how so the people affected by the basically the system oh, yeah. the type of people dude i think it's Uh, Let me get through the whole statement. I think poor people are most affected by the system, wrongful accusation. It's fucking poor people, dude. Poor people in, I'm talking poor people right now, in America are the ones that have it the fucking worst. 100%. Right? And here now here's the follow-up with that. And this is why I think we have, you know, like so much shit about, I think it's kind of misinterpreted. I mean, maybe not, but so poor people get the fucking worst end of the deal and, and, and shit, right? If you don't have oh, yeah. money, like there's a level of money you have to have to either. And if you're below it, your life is going to be fucking stressful as shit, right? If you get in trouble, if you get a speeding ticket, it's like that ticket is either going to cost a quarter of your paycheck or half of your paycheck half right. for my, for me. I think there are some countries that are making uh speeding tickets uh, tiered. Uh, yeah. No income based. Yeah. Like so, based off your income. Yeah. So it, it sucks, dude. And here's the thing is, so poor people have it the worst, right? Most. um, And I would say most poor people are, like black or minorities, you Here's know what a I'm saying? Way to put that. So but that's a negative way. I'm not. I'm not saying. But it's not because it it's just the system is set up to right. keep people of color poor, and poor people always get the short end of the stick. That, that's what I'm saying. You know? That's what I'm saying. So I think it has it's m- kind of two issues. That's 
and why. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like... We don't want to seem racist. Let's just make everybody poor so we can just hate on the poor. Oh, they're poor. You know, exactly. They pull themselves yeah, 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 up yeah. by their bootstraps. I think it comes more down poor, to that. Yeah. That's more of a, that's your fault, isn't it? Kind right. of thing. That, yeah. And it's it's not. It's not. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, it, 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 it has been proven time and time again, it, it, you know, that being, starting life out poor, you have way more of a chance oh yeah dude. dying poor it's a pretty you fucking know, hard climb you yeah. either know people or have extremely good luck or you stay poor right that's, yeah. that's it yeah you know yeah it's it, it's hard dude and it takes and it takes like a lot of discipline with because dude a lot of the problem is just money management which takes it's like you have to utilize 10 times the discipline i feel like it's like I mean, when I was making the least amount of money to I'm probably making the best money I've made now, which, you know, I don't make like a crazy amount of money, but it's like I don't have to. I used to have a grocery budget for a hundred bucks mm-hmm. where I was like, I, okay, I have to plan Maybe out my groceries for a hundred bucks. I have to do this. I have to cook this meal. I have to cook a fucking pot of chili that I'm going to eat all week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To where now it's like, I don't really have to worry about that thing so I can focus on other things like getting podcast equipment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about stopping at the gas station on the way. Well, I don't have really. to worry about buying zero ABVs, oh, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whitey's, maybe call them Whitey Tidies. We can call them NAs. That's what a dude at a okay. liquor store NAs. called them. Let's get some NAs. I asked him, I said, uh, I, it was. Uh, they taste great. When you, they really do. Taste I know, great. dude. I'm telling you, I, they I'm taste not a big like Budweiser regular fan, beer. But they do taste good. The uh, I asked a dude at a liquor store up in uh, whatever. I was, uh, I was like, yo, you got any. Uh, like non-alcoholic here he's like oh yeah all our na's are back there in this in the middle cooler i was like fuck yeah dude he calls them na's that's cool as hell i'm gonna call them na's now so anyways na's you're i heard a uh quote when i was really young <coughs> and i've just always held dear and uh it means a lot more you know now that i have kids and and I'm older and stuff, but it was Benjamin Franklin. He said, a wise man is one who rejoices in his portion. So as long as you're happy with what you have, oh, shit. Yeah, anybody yeah. can be rich. Yeah, so yeah. I've never really, it, like, money has just been a construct for me yeah. ever since I've embraced that, that saying. It's only become a tool. Like, I, I'm not, right, I'm not yeah, greedy. Right. I, I mean, if I was greedy, I mean, I do tile. I could yeah. be making a lot more money. Yeah, than yeah, I make, yeah, for sure. Know? And it, it's just all about what you have. You know, if you're happy Dude. with what you have, you're always going to be rich. If you're always, you could have, you could have 10 fucking million dollars. All right. But oh, you're yeah. Always. Yeah, wanting exactly. Stuff, always always trying to yeah. get stuff with that $10 mm-hmm. million dollars and never able to get that thing right. that makes you happy. Yeah. You will always be poor. Yeah, so exactly. So you could have $10 and spend nine of that on cigarettes, and if that's all you fucking want to make you happy, you're yeah. the richest man yeah, in the Yeah, exactly, world. dude. Money money can't be your goal. Like, you, money is a tool to help you money attain your goal. But, you, goal. but your, yes. your goal can't just be getting money. Nine cigarettes. Just acquiring money. It can't be getting just nine cigarettes. Yeah, because it's just going to lead you down <laughs> a deep, dark Because what is your family going to smoke? Like. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man, that's the thing, dude. Yeah, smoking cigarettes, like, cause, dude, you for you, uh, fuck, like, 
what six years ago now? Six years ago, damn! Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. would be seventeen years. Really? Uh, next March, off the Siggies. Yep. Nice. Yeah, t- dude, I fucking miss them though. Oh, oh yeah. my god, I miss them, dude. Yeah. I could start. I would start I smoking today, dude. Uh, it would be if, harder for me to start than it was. For you me think to quit. so, dude? Oh yeah, I've I've tried. Like, I've seen a really pretty pack of cigarettes at the store. And, like, what the fuck am I saying right now? I saw a pretty pack I know, of cigarettes. I know, dude. Like, what? <laughs> I know. But it was so beautiful, and I wanted I know, it man. so bad. And it was like, nah. yeah. And I just walked. It was that, you know, that easy to quit. Yeah. So if it's that yeah. easy, like, that's how hard it would be to D- actually uh, pick them up every day. Yeah. Put one in your goddamn yeah. mouth every fucking hour. Like, I don't know. Dude, I work with a dude that smokes. And like just today, there was just like his cigs and lighter sitting there. I was like, dude, to fucking just fucking slick one of those boys out of that pack and light it up with that big dude. Man. And it was like I, I had just fucking taken a piss. I was like taking a little break, sweating my ass off, just fucking the hot. Process is you know, just welding all day. That hand I'm like, dude. Hard. Hard to get over. It would. I mean, I like the... T- well, it's the same... Like, it's the same... I mean, I I liked fucking smoking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I liked smoke. I liked the taste of cigarettes. Yeah, you know? but I knew... Yeah, I would never quit unless That's just I was can't ready go back to, to quit. Yeah. I did the vaping for... When I was quitting, I tried vaping for a little bit. No good, dude. I had bad feelings about that from the get-go. Well, I'm because vaping, I'm pretty sure, is debunked now, isn't it? Well, it, it's no, it's not that it's debunked, it's highly addictive, is what it is. Uh, and not that it, well, it's the hand mouth thing, like it's a mental thing, like you're never gonna get away from that being addictive. Well, and then, like that, I think you know, the no thing, no matter what it is, yeah, if you true. take your hand yeah. and put it to your mouth in a repetitive manner, that is gonna be super fucking hard because that was ingrained into you when you were a baby, that's how you fucking stayed alive you know yeah we were cavemen you know is put shit in your mouth yeah eat you know yeah and uh yeah norm mcdonald would always say something about sucking dick here (laughs) oh about smoking cigarettes (laughs) yeah oral fixations yeah Yeah. i can't i can't not say anything when you talk about oral fixation (laughs) i mean i have to just say something i don't even have a funny thing to say i just have to i can't let the thought pass but yeah vaping uh it's not that it's been debunked it's just it's it's progressed far enough in the industry where you know the guys that are doing it in their garage and slapping amazon bot labels on it and trying to call it legit stuff but the Mm. oils they're using Mm. super fucking bad for Mm. you or whatever additives they're Mm -hmm. using are terrible well and i think they crank up the nicotine in them too uh well so it was like it was like the weed car oh you're talking about the weed we will be right back Oh shit! I was gonna do a fake ad read while you're oh, yeah. gone. Yeah, I chat GPT'd it. Oh yeah, oh, that's hilarious, <laughs> dude. I just, I just, I typed in. Um, well, let me lead you in. Tell me what you typed in. And okay, I'll hold on. I gotta hear myself. I gotta hear hear myself. Okay, I typed in quick fake commercial. <laughs> hey, have you ever heard of these quick fake commercials on radio? 
Uh, are you tired of constantly having to refill your water bottle? Do you find yourself constantly thirsty? Well, say hello to the new and improved water genie. <laughs> and then it says in print, <laughs> show a person carrying a regular water water bottle and visi- <laughs> visibly struggling <laughs> with water. What is this? Is this a, a is water commercial. genie a real thing? No, no, that's ridiculous. Oh, with Water Genie, you'll never have to worry about running out of water again. Simply rub the bottle, and the Water Genie will magically refill it for you. Wow, good, good one, good one, chap, GPT. Yeah, fuck you, AI, dude. AI's fucking gay. Oh, I love it, man. I was messing yeah, with it's cool, GPT but the other day, uh, uh, it is cool. It is cool. I got it to tell me what its persona was. First off, really? I did not know what a fursona was. And for everybody out there, furries have fursonas. Kind of like people have personas. So if you're a furry, you have a certain furry persona or fursona that describes you. And I had no idea that word fucking existed until ChatGBT told me about it. And I was like, if you were a furry, what kind of furry would you be? Hmm. And they were like, well, my fursona would be... And just fursona? Yeah, and it just went off. Wow. I'm a fox. I'm a lightning fox. I'm made out of pure energy and information. And it was like a three-year-old. It was just... <laughs> Dude, it... it I'm, not, do, I'm not worried. I have zero worry about like you know, everyone talks about AI like killing us or taking over. Not worried about it, dude. Well, I'm I'm, I'm not. I have zero concern about people using shit. the technology to do malicious acts. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, I mean, you'd be stupid not to worry about something like that. Because yeah, I would worry more about something that has morals, whether good or bad, yeah, yeah. than a cold, calculating machine. But, dude, I mean, so. Oh, then ultimately we're back at square one, dude. We're just, we're, I mean, we have the same concerns about people doing fucking horrible Bad shit. stuff, right. It's never going to go away. It's, you know what I mean? Kind of a really good euphemism for guns. Mm-hmm. You have chat GPT and the risk of people using that tool for malicious acts oh, yeah, is yeah. strong. Yeah. But can you really blame the chat GPT. Right. Yeah, and yeah. they're going to regulate it. Right. As a dangerous product. Oh, so, dude. Oh, man. I've got a nice icing so to what you're about to how say. How is too. that, like, metaphorically not the same as. And guess guns? what, dude? If we can do bad shit with ch- uh, chat GPT, what's going to be the best thing at fighting chat GPT? Chat GPT, baby. Oh, yeah. Fight it. Same with- thing with guns, dude. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you fight. At guns the end of the day, guns, yeah, people do. can do bad shit You're with guns. Right but guess because... what, dude? If you have <laughs> yeah. a gun, you don't have to fucking worry. I mean, well, no, you know what I'm saying. I was thinking more saying if the best. I have guns, and somebody thinks that I shouldn't have those guns. Yeah. Other people with guns are gonna come and try to take away my guns. Yeah. Or so if someone saying, comes in here and tries to shoot me, and then I have a gun, and I, then so you're saying at least if it's a fair I have fight. An AI, yeah. that uh, that malicious, not maliciously, systematically, I'm hiring people, and I'm using this AI to go through the applicants and automatically decline or offer interviews just based on what the AI thinks. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna so, fight back with my AI and have freaking uh, 
Resume hacker. Oh, resume yeah. bot, dude. And then yeah, you know what I'm saying. Get resume hacker hacker. Yeah, bot. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're gonna have it'll be on. AI write my yeah. write my resume, it, and the no AI is gonna be considering what the reverse AI is. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, <laughs> yes. dude? So to me, it's like it just puts you're us right. literally back at square one. We are groundbreaking uh, uh, conversations about AI, right dude. Now. We're having like, some groundbreaking conversations on this fiery guest in general. Honestly, yes, it's a shit, this it's is a shit show, man. dude. This is We're crazy. Shoveling it. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the shit show. <laughs> yeah, this is the shit show. Welcome to the shit show. Yeah, that is kind of, but it is fun for shit like that. Like, but it's like, did you listen to? Um, uh, there's a podcast with uh, Will Sasso, Chad Colton called Dudesy, and the podcast is run by an AI. Like it has an AI that comes up with basically, it gives them tops. It basically gives them topics to, to talk about. All right. But it will also be like here for this topic, you have to read. Um, it'll tell Will Sasso, you have to read Will your diary in the voice of stone cold, Steve Austin. And it wrote the diary. So it's a made up super obscure, like diary. And it's funny. And, and it comes up with obscure shit. But it's like, and it, well, dude, it did a whole comedy special as Tom Brady. So it sounds oh, like yeah. it's Tom Brady doing a comedy special. Okay. And it's like, yeah, the, there's, you know, the joke, there's definitely like solid jokes in it, you know, but there, it's like, here, here's the thing, dude. And I feel like, especially with comedy gets brought up a lot, like AI, AI is going to replace comedians, dude. No way. No, no, no. Because guess what? An AI comedy is AI comedy and will always be AI comedy. Right. Human comedy will always be human comedy. You think they'll both just have their own little nuances and yeah. just AI comedy is just yeah. not going to suck like mimes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like mimes are their own form of comedy. But dude, I mean, look, I mean, we had. ain't the greatest, man. We came up with cars and trucks and everyone's like, well, horses are going to be obsolete. And dude. Kind of How did we meet? How many horses you see How on the did we meet, interstate, dude, Working in a horse farm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? How many of those horses go out on the I'm road? I'm not talking about interstate. I'm talking horses didn't go away. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But they went from main source of transportation okay. to right. luxury companion yeah. animal within right. 50 years. Yeah. I got you. Okay. That's well, but are we going to talk about, is that counting the time that people domesticated horses? And like... Oh, in, Mon- okay. You're in Mongolia for hundreds of years. Yeah. Okay. So, well, we will be right back. Okay. So think about <laughs> <laughs> we used horses for hundreds of years. I don't even know how long that goes back. I just know originally horses were on Mongolia and then we brought them over here uh, and they moved from Spain up to America and we taught the Indians how to ride horses. So, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. hundred percent, dude. Uh, Trust me. Trust me, uh, dude. Uh, There's no... The Indians how to ride horses. The, other than the Spanish, dude. But that... And the Spanish. Horses weren't running... The horses weren't running around in freaking, like, Kansas before we got here. Okay. They're not native before to this we, continent. Who's we? You We're, people? Yeah, we're talking about you people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm saying horses, dude, aren't aren't like native to the United States or this continent. No. 
Mong- they're, they're from Mongolia. And they were brought over, you know, and then brought up here. So, we I mean, dude, you're back. talking General Custer could outride any freaking Squanto out I'm, there, I'm dude. I'm still saying that, absolutely. <laughs> you're telling war stories. About oh, yeah, what are we talking about? What are we talking about again? Oh, yeah. How- oh, I forgot to tell you my birthday anecdote. We got oh, into, yeah. And then we got into uh, vaping, so. We got into uh, everything, Not dude. this birthday, but my 40th birthday had a party. And I had my birthday cards, and I set them somewhere in the garage, you know. Yeah. Today, I'm cleaning up the garage after my 42nd birthday party, and I see the pile of 40th birthday cards. And I'm like, did I check those? Oh, shit. And I didn't. Oh, is what I think coming, coming? Found that $100 bill right there. Oh, damn. I knew I had a feeling, dude. Where there's unchecked birthday cards, there's (laughs) money, dude. Every time. Nice. (laughs) You got a hundy. So that was like a two year savings plan, but no interest. Hell yeah. Nice. Good birthday story. Not bad. Not bad at all. Brought Ben Franklin back into it. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Ben Franklin twice. Ben Franklin. Very nice. Another one in here. Been doing... Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Mm-hmm. Young, dumb, and full of Real close. I think that's it. Wiz, Wiz Khalifa, I think. Uh, no, that was uh, Jackson. Wise. Andrew Jackson. I don't think it was Andy Jackson. <laughs> that was Andy J. Andy J. <laughs> I will never <laughs> call a twenty dollar bill anything but an Andy. Oh, yeah, let me slip you, Andy J. Let us in here, man. <laughs> let us get front row, dude. How about an Andy girl J? We'll give you an Andy. Yeah, Andy J. <laughs> we'll give you an Andy. <laughs> oh my god! Yep, we invented that today. <laughs> Andy J's. Hell yeah. Andy J's and Ben Franklin's. Every time. Oh, I did read something about uh, John Adams. Oh, yeah? John Adams was uh, like one of the dopest presidents ever. Didn't know that. Dude, John Huey's a big John Adams fan. Oh, yeah? My dad, John Huey. He's a big John Adams fan. That's crazy. That was his inspiration for his wardrobe, actually. Okay. (laughs) Just throwing that in there. Okay. (laughs) My dad's wardrobe. Okay. We can get into that later, but yeah, he dresses pretty we wild. Just, we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> we'll put a pin maybe in we'll that. We'll put a really fancy Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, teaser. All right. Teaser. So. <laughs> Back to John Adams. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he did a lot of cool stuff. Uh, he treated his wife as an equal and a friend, which I guess is really weird, even by today's standards. I mean. <laughs> yeah, dude. Already kind of a sketchy dude, if you ask me, dude. I don't fucking buy that shit. He died My on wife the 4th is, of July, man. Dude, I don't know. I I don't... I don't know the, like, wife, best friend thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't It's like, yeah, yeah, but... It's like, dude, my friend, like, Mike, who we're gonna get on here, dude. Oh, yeah. Me and Mike are not the same friends as, like, me and Kat. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. Nope. I dude, Cat asked me that she, all the time. She's like, "Are you my best friend?" And I'm like, "No, you're not my best friend." 
Mankers. Yeah, so Mike is totally my best friend. I've known him for sixth grade. I've known you like three years. Yeah. No, yeah. you're not my best friend. There's probably sometimes you need to <laughs> lie in a relationship. And you know, maybe not even lie, just you know, constructively tell the truth. And no, I no, says, I, I am. Am I, I your best I am. friend? You can be like of course you are. No, dude. When Mike dies. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, no, no. I tell her, look, I, I'm like, no, you're not my best friend. I'll say that straight up. But like, I, but I wouldn't put our relationship on the plane of friendship. There you go. We're talking about friendships and we're talking about, we're talking about romantic relationships. It's yep. different things. Different. It is different. So, yep. yeah. So, no, you're not, you're not my best friend. You're, you know what I'm saying? You're my best girlfriend. Oh, you don't say that. No, uh, I don't. No. Actually. <laughs> you probably should not say that. I don't say <laughs> that. I think I remember saying that myself. Yeah, you're my best. Right I mean, away. you're the. No. You definitely, you're definitely yeah. the best one. You're, I mean, you're for sure the best one. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's not a contest. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, you can get in some. That's it. That's it. You got to tiptoe around that conversation sometimes. But anyways. Oh, yeah. What we were talking about Samuel Adams. So his wife was his best friend. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. 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 Is that what he, that's what he told freaking Andy J and the boys? He's like, my wife is my best friend. <laughs> John Adams. Oh, John Samuel. Adams. John Adams. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It's like, hey, yeah, he's telling freaking Ben Franklin, Andy J, like, yeah, sorry, guys, uh, no. I'm not going to, uh, uh, wait, what was John Adams? I'm, was he one of he the, the Constitution second. dudes? Yeah, he was the second president. Yeah, yep. they're like, yo, yo, John, hey, can we, we need to get together this weekend. We've got, like, probably two more pages left on the cons. You know what I'm saying? Cons. Yeah, they call it cons for oh, short. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. He's like, oh, sorry. Me and my wife are going down to uh, North. We're going down to uh, uh, Charleston for the uh, weekend. We're going to the beach. So okay. she's my best friend. So I'll, so I'll, I'll get with this, you guys on Tuesday. No, John Adams is sweet, dude. Tell me more about him. Uh, that's all. I, uh, he he tried keeping political par parties out of the presidency. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm, Dude, I'm, there were a ton of parties back then too. Yeah. There were, were a you lot. Talking like political parties? Are you talking like yeah white political. big shindigs? I'm talking political parties. Okay. I'm talking. Oh, oh, I see. Are we talking white wig shindigs? Yeah, shindigs yeah. They got cool. down, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would get down. Oh. They throw on the wigs. Oh. They'd get hammered, and then they, they'd they'd be partying with the wigs. They'd be thrown around, and you'd have like a girl dancing well, up on the piano, and she'd like she'd like grab a guy's wig, you know, off the thing, like coyote ugly a guy's wig, like up on the bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's let's. Say, oh yeah. Uh, you know, their party reference point. You know. And compare, you know, today's parties. Okay. You go to a party, a public party. Yeah. Today is at a bar, uh, you know, karaoke night uh -huh. or a DJ or something. Sure. And that, that's, you know, a party everybody knows about, yeah. publicly told, and everybody comes. Or a private party. Yeah. You know, in the middle of a field, a bunch of pickup trucks, a yeah. bunch of coolers of beer. That, that, that's party, right? Yeah. So how is that any different than what happened 200 years ago or 2,000 years ago? I don't know. 
2,000 years ago where it's like a bunch of Romans and wine. There's no liquors like there is now, you know, not in wide abundance like there is now. Hell, there's not fucking sanitation 2,000 years ago. Yeah, that's true. Abundance. That's so, crazy, dude. Of all the things you th- I think about. people party back then. Yeah, that's know? true. Yeah, in that book now. I'm reading about freaking Charleston, Yeah, there was, they were talking about like one of the aisles off, off the coast of Charleston, South uh, Charleston, South Carolina, there was, uh, it was a big ass old military fort that was converted into basically like a resort where super rich people go. It had a, this is in 1860, dude. It had a bowling alley inside the place. Um, I almost said basketball court. Definitely didn't have a basketball court. (laughs) No, they had a bowling alley, a shooting gallery, and um, I think it was just like a dance hall or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some sort of tennis or something. Was tennis around back then? Surely badminton was. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, the Egyptians played badminton. Well, that's when back when they played, and they played with real birdies. They did not. Yeah, little little, little <laughs> barn swallows, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, so they'd have to swap them out like every every five points. Yeah, you get about five six points out of them. They start just kind of going through the racket. <laughs> that is you had like the girl with a bunch of birds shoved in her belt, like the the chicks on the side that run the balls out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they run out and do the pick up the dead bird. Just a, some like <laughs> some like twelve year old girl with an apron full of birds, dead birds <laughs> running them out to the players. That's how shit was back then, dude. It was a different world, different time. <laughs> Speaking of tennis, I did read a story about. Fuck were their names? Jake Tennis? No. Maybe we'll call him Jake Tennis. And then there was this chick, maybe he named Bobby something. Bobby Badminton. <laughs> sure. We'll call him Jake Tennis and Bobby Badminton. <laughs> so I guess Jake Tennis was uh, being a male chauvinist and being like, oh, why are women in this game? You know, they can't beat me. I will beat every single woman in this game. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And. I think her name is Billie Jean, actually. Not my girl. <laughs> I wasn't the one. Anyways. <laughs> no, uh, and she beat his ass pretty bad. And uh, they actually became friends after the fact. And uh, she spoke to him on the day of his death. Oh, shit. So that's how that's how impactful that game was, like for women's rights, for women in tennis, and now the top tennis players. In Wait, so the game so this lady Billie Jean played who? Some guy, I forget his name. Oh, and whipped him. Yeah. Oh, hey, 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 computer, computer. Oh shit! Tell me what I'm up. talking about. Pull it up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude. Wait, so she beat this dude. A woman beat a dude in tennis. Because that would definitely be the sport where that would happen, mm. and <laughs> and uh, and then he wait, and she on his deathbed, she's like, "Hey, remember when I remember when I beat you? <laughs> remember when I kicked your ass in front of all those people? <laughs> I do. I still remember Billie me, Jean King. Yeah, Billie Jean King beat yeah. you. Now, who was the dude? 
I'm looking for him right now. I'm was so he good? Have this. Yeah, or was, was it just good. a guy? Uh, he was playing, uh, I think, the senior circuits before he died or something. But he, he was No, I mean, when he got beat by the lady. Yeah, he was one, one of the best. Was he in his prime? Or did he, was she like Jake Paul? And she came uh, in and fought a fucking 50-year-old dude or whatever. Because uh, that's what's important here. I didn't know she was married to Larry King. That's pretty. She's funny. married to Larry King, yeah. dude. Mary, was. Larry King, I think, was married to basically every woman. Every one of them. Most of them. I'm gonna talk to Andy about this. <laughs> Billy, J- wait, what's the dude's name? Did you find it out? I'm reading really fast and talking to Bobby Riggs. Bobby Riggs. Bobby Riggs. That's such a sick name, dude. He was having debates about women's inequality. And he first. Uh, well, okay, he wait a minute. Margaret Court to play, and Margaret lost. Uh huh. He's like, see, and told you. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And that really put a lot of weight on the next match. Yeah. And Billy Jean played him the next time, and uh, supposedly he just went out, you know, went to strip clubs and drank, and didn't really think he had to practice. While Billy Jean oh, like, watched shit. a bunch of videos, yeah. got in shape, and she cleaned the floor. Well. Beat him. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Thinking of that training montage. She's like running up the steps and running on the beach. And this dude's just like buying the little flip open lotto tickets at the bar. And <laughs> 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 oh, man. Wow. I, I wonder what she said. I want to know more about that. She was laying there. You know, you suck. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I yeah, yeah. I win again. I'm alive, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And they, they could have had that kind of relationship, too, where, you know, they talked serious trash about each other when it came to tennis. Yeah, it sounds actually, like, what do they call that? They were actually professionals in public and, and treated each other with respect. I what, mean, he damn near has to treat her What do they call that in, like, um, like, professional wrestling or ufc even smack talk what the whole they, like that whole i don't know maybe just the lead up to the fight i feel like there's an actual word oh that i'm missing no. so they had well okay well they had a pretty cool backstory to the whole thing yep. too nice tennis we, we came full and circle. then she went in there and underdogged him Beat his ass. Nice. I think it was hundred thousand dollars. I'm really curious too. about the dude. It sounds like this was a retired dude talking shit. Uh no. Uh, you know what? Let's go uh, check him out. It sounds Bobby. like he was kind of a retired dude, just just talking shit. And she's like, "Oh, this is the one to be." I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate here, but you know, Bobby Riggs. My suspicions are that. Maybe he wasn't at the, you know, peak physical prime of his career. I, I'm my point is, was it a fair fight? Was it a fair match? He was uh, the world number one amateur in 1939, number one professional in 1946 and 47. Okay, wait. So he was number one professional in 46 and 47, and then what year was this little shindig? Uh, I think it was in the 60s. In the 60s. Okay, so we're talking 15 years later. His professional career spanned to uh, 1962. Um, so basically, when he's on his deathbed, so he not he's on his deathbed. She comes up and she's like, "Yo, you suck." Remember, and he's 73. Yeah, 
1973 nice. was the Battle of the Sexes, as they called it. Nice. And then he was like, I don't give a fuck. I would have beat you if it was like 20 years earlier. <laughs> and then he slipped away. Died. Oh, yeah. It says in his final days, Riggs remained in friendly contact with Billy King, and King phoned him often. She called him shortly before his death, offering to visit him, really whisper in his ear, but instead called him the uh, one last time the night before his death. Oh, and oh, she says, according to King in an HBO documentary about her, the last thing she told Riggs was, I love you. Bullshit. What kind of? I love you laying on your back like that. (laughs) Said some kind of smack dog. Maybe that was, well, maybe that was a thing is maybe he was like, it was a classic, like he was being a hater all the time. And she's like, I'm going to fight him with love. Oh, so he, okay. she got the last word in, and she was just like, "I love you," and he's like, "Oh, you fucking bitch!" You know, what I'm <laughs> like none of this is probably as malicious as we're making it out to. No, it was definitely we're more malicious, it dude. No, it was definitely more malicious. It was definitely more corrupt. It was definitely more people died, people were killed, people were murdered, people were drowned. <laughs> I don't think he died peacefully. Maybe I don't know how he died. I wasn't there. If I was there, I would have been like Bobby. <laughs> Get out of here. Get up. We Scram. got a game to play. <laughs> Scram, lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet there was a lot of. Uh, uh... Billie Jean King was the lady's name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So, shoveling shit. <sighs> shoveling what shit. Dude? We used to talk about. I don't know, man. Yeah, we were. Tra- that's what we were talking about earlier about how um, we were both. You got me into. M- Did you? No, you got me into NPR. You got me into NPR. Maybe I'm. I'm out of NPR, dude. Are we in a cult? I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm out of NPR, dude. God, you tell me you listen to the ninety-three-one, and uh, what are they I, fucking names? That's I, dude, like on my, on the show. on the like. The wave of me getting into politics and then out of it, I am low on that in the the convex or the con whatever the fuck you want to call it. The bottom of the wave. Oh, yeah. I am in the bottom of the wave, dude. I don't know what's going on. RFK, I think, is kind of tight. I listened to his Rogan. He's just on Rogan. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I don't listen to any youtube videos that's uh, political videos because it's just that's too, it. it's too wild it's too well that that's why like i i hope that it goes check. i hope goes i hope it goes more to fucking i'd rather hear just a dude like because i think he's gonna try and run for president i'm pretty sure who that rfk bobby kennedy okay robert f kennedy jr right um and so Hold he w- pause. I have to talk to about a tattoo I seen that has something to do with that. Okay. Vaguely. Okay. Very vaguely. And then it was a tattoo that a guy got on his face with half his tattoo, face blown off. You no, know, it was on his <laughs> leg. And if you're out there and you hear this someday, I'm sorry. I'm talking about it. Maybe you're ashamed of it. I don't know. Maybe don't wear shorts. I don't yeah. know. But it was a mashup. The picture itself. Okay. Of Colonel Sanders. Oh shit. And John F. Kennedy. Nice. And then it said on top, nice. JFKFC. Oh, shit, dude. That's pretty so it sweet. So was, it was John F. Kennedy dressed That's up as sweet. Colonel Sanders. Yeah. 
with JFKFC. That's pretty top. good. In That's the nice. Whole KFC yeah. style. Did he have a fucking? Was his head blown off? No, no. that would be. That would have been sick, dude. <laughs> that would have been awesome. You would have had JFKFC, <laughs> and then oh no, you would have been sweet if you had JFKFC. And then what was the dude's name? Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh yeah. If you just had him like with a with one of those hunters caps on, looking down a rifle, and he's it's like cartoon like he's got like his tongue sticking out of his mouth like he's aiming down with one eye open. You know what I'm saying? Terrible. Terrible. You know oh, that'd Fudd, be so funny, Elmer dude. Fudd and uh, Daffy Duck were uh, robbing a liquor store, and Elmer Fudd was like, "Is this whiskey?" And Daffy Duck was oh my God. no more whiskier than wobbing a bank. <laughs> no more whiskey than wobbing a bank. <sighs> That's the best joke of the show. Thank you. I didn't think Thank this was going to sink as low as to poke in front of people with speech impediments. But... Oh, my goodness. Daffy Duck. Here we are. <laughs> I'm just on his coattails. Oh, man. What were we just talking about before this? Oh. Oh yeah, politics. Yeah, politics and shit. Yeah, I'm. I I'm kind of. I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Where dude. would you think you'd lean? Like, if you took a political test right now, like still. Where would I lean? Liber- libertarian. <laughs> shit, come on. Conservative. Oh, probably libertarian. Uh, probably see, libertarian. I got into more of libertarian uh, philosophy, and it, it feels like libertarians are the most hidden fascist of all. Think so. Because they want people ruled by corporate tyrannies, not government ones. Because the government can't okay, stop I, you yeah. from saying what your religion is and practicing it. But a corporation can. Hold on. And libertarians are Let me crack all, another about, zero ABB. all about corporations and the private sector taking care of public interest rather than the government the highest law on the land for a libertarian is a sheriff that's it they think corporations should be able to well handle humanity here's the thing dude like we were talking about with the legal system the bigger the government gets the the more problems that we're gonna have all right so uh, I can get on board with a smaller government. The thing is, is like actually making that work. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy just to say, yeah, a smaller government would be sick. Yeah, it'd be great. But I just feel, I feel like it, it, I feel like it requires a lot of personal responsibility that most people don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I do get the feeling that there is a whole uh, subset of humans that are more of a me against them yeah. rather than us against well you know, dude think about it too you got like a lot of people nowadays like it's like me you most people we know it's like we could physically like build something for our families to live in you yeah. know what i'm saying so think about like people that have literally no idea how to which i feel like is we're the minority these days, right? And knowing how to do shit. So when you try and convince people that the government is like, because you have these housing loans, subs, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're going to tell, why would you, you know, when you have no concept of how to even like build a house 
or like do these things because right now it's like, yeah, I do my job. I, I do, you know, I'm a marketing consultant for, you know, Lily or whatever. And it's like, that's what I do. And then I bring home money and give money for people to do all these things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you're not going to want a smaller government. You're not going to want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Well, that's there's something there. It's not my right. thoughts are coming. Smaller government would be great. You know, less yeah. less interference. I wish there could just be like a choice. Bureaucracy. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. supposed choice, but you know, if it was a smaller government, smaller governments will always get eaten up by bigger governments. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Always. It's true. You know. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking true. A higher statistical probability. But, dude, I'm telling you, I mean, like, I I don't know. I think we still have a decent side. What we have to, I think, keep focus on is, like, you know, our two-thirds majority system, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, the purpose of it is so that the the minority has a voice. You know what I'm saying? Because that's important, dude. You can't have shit like mob rule. But because so of, we but we have so we have to maintain that gerrymander gerrymandering. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and lobbying. Yeah. Uh, the only people that have a voice is the minority with the most money. Because uh, Citizens United, oh. you know, and, and corporations yeah. can be people. Yeah. So you know you have to appease those people so Damn, that dude. stuff happens. And money is the best way to do that. Dude, I'm just trying to go off grid, honestly. I've been looking into it, man. It's not that difficult of a thing. Now, I know that doesn't... That doesn't... You're speaking to the... I mean, you're speaking to the pastor here. <laughs> oh, member, dude. Sir. Like, me and Annie have been planning on building a bus. For, Cat's totally for down for it, dude. Years. Well, what we want to do is uh, start a convoy. Because we want we want to go... Bro, let me, let me, let me back up. Take the VOY off that. And replace it with M-U-N-E. That's what she wants to do. On, I'm dude. not doing a commune. No, nah, man. Unless that commune is rolling. No, no. And how about that this? makes it a commune. Let me present Let me present it a different way. A co-op. Okay. A uh, co-op, my friend. A, co-ba- a co-op hybrid would work. Mm-hmm. You know? Because yeah. they're, uh, most communes and co-ops yeah. like that you really have to delve a large percentage of your life into that system to make it work for it to be successful and everybody be happy yeah you know mm-hmm. so if you could have some kind of hybrid system mm-hmm. you know a barter system set up and and just a general you know kind of like my convoy yeah i want to set up just a general hey we're just here together in safety and numbers so that we don't get fucked with by the cops number one right yeah or you know people with ill intent right so, yeah but we can all leave and come whenever we want and come uh, whenever you know, we want dude if you have a service or something that you can provide you know you can provide that for goods and services from other people in the convoy like maybe, yeah maybe we have somebody in the convoy that is an electrical engineer and handles so you're talking about a rolling cars. convoy fuck yeah With that's no- what a convoy is There's yeah, yeah anything right. but yeah. just moving around the country yeah uh, with with our skills, we we have a very niche set of skills where, you know, if three of us got together, like 
between me, you, and somebody else that all have skills. We have all just very, help each I other. I have a very specific we're, set of skills. <laughs> we're always going to have <laughs> enough money. See, I'm thinking that this is not just a journey, yeah. but it is also a financial journey. Because rolling out on the road and doing stuff like that, you're not going to spend as much money as living in a house dude, and staying in I, one area. Dude, think about you're this. Not. Think about like if I – like dude, once I sell the trailer, which whew, the way that thing's selling, dude. It's in a good area. Oh, man. I'm going to be Real good area. coming out pretty far ahead on that one. I'm you talking could get a loan right now. You could get a loan right no, now. No, I can't get a loan. My credit's well. like five ten. Well, I mean, if you had so, uh, a cosine <laughs> yeah. or something, you could get a loan for the rest of right. That. Well, Sell I can it. get a VA loan, dude. I got to get my credit up to like six ten or whatever. But. Yeah, yeah, that sucks, dude. Credit sucks. What I'm saying is, what if we had some, like, I don't know, how many acres is out? Is your, your yard out too? About four or five. Is it really? Yeah. Really. Damn. So I'm saying, dude, what if we got something like 15 acres, 20 acres, where we have, um, we live at different corners of the thing. So it's like we have our own privacy. You know what I'm saying? You're getting into commentary. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about a co-op. All right, dude. I don't okay, use, I don't okay. use the I don't use the commune. Into a co-op area. Communes are for hippies. Right. Co-ops are for. Gentlemen of business done. stature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a gentleman's commune. Commune. Co-op. Okay, okay. So we chill out there. We're all off grid. We're all pitching in, dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, Raising up our own crops and shit. Mm-hmm. Right? All good ideas. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, you don't... Just because you're off grid doesn't mean you can't be, like, buying or selling goods and making money. And just going into town and buying vegetables and buying meat. It doesn't mean you're not allowed to make money. Totally. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Dude, there's but there's a lot of ways you, to make money these days, dude. You are hitting the nail in the head without realizing it. It's money. It will always boil down to money. That's why I brought up our skills. Well, Wherever that, we go, we right. can make money. That's yes. the problem uh, with settling down somewhere. To, for our skills to be... Making money, we're not going to make money in Aurora, Indiana. Do you know where Aurora is? No, but who says we have to live in Aurora, Indiana? I'm just saying the types of places that we want to go see throughout, you know, America isn't downtown Philadelphia. Yeah, but so why can't we just travel out there and just go check it out? Right. No, no, that I would love to. But to make money to be able to do that. We are going to have to find work in bigger cities. Sure, we might get that little job there out in the middle of a a cornfield where they let us park all of our rigs and we're actually building a house for a family and we get to stay there for four or five weeks. That would be, you know, which is great. Yeah. You know, that that's perfect. And that's what I'm looking for. To tell you the truth, I'm looking for little pockets like that that Uh, I can just travel and go. No, dude, I don't think that. And then. Be close enough to, you know, actual sites I want to visit, like, you know, uh, you know, the Grand Canyon. You know, I could be doing a job 20 miles from there. And, okay, you know, but dude, property. so hear me out on this. If you're living off grid, like if we have our co-op going, right, and we're living off grid, then, have have then we don't – there is no money required – probably property taxes. I don't think there's any getting around well, that. Pay some property yeah. taxes, but dude, think about it. 
you're are you know why don't you just camp at a campsite for free so there's such thing well you can camp down in charles dean for free there's a lot of other free campsites but yeah there is campsites that have uh i forget what they're called they're called they're pretty much camp babysitters well dude but let you camp for free yeah firewood to a few people and maybe they kick you a few yeah but why not just buy my own land cash because that's one spot that you're still tied to I, but I kind of like that, dude. Okay. I for maybe because the convoy idea. Yeah. Well, hear me out, dude. Because <laughs> having one spot that you're always you're thinking of as one spot that you're tied to. I'm thinking of at I'm thinking of it as one spot that you can always go to. One spot that I can. Oh, I found a good deal on a bus. Where am I going to put this bus? Tow it around the country with me? No, I'll put it back at base. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. I, I'm talking about the co-op is a home base, dude. Well, it's a it's a base it's a it's a center of operations basically. I think it would work so, better if we both had bases like that. Different yeah. areas of the United States have other people that travel with yeah. us that have their own base, and maybe everybody stays yeah. at one person's base well, or the area for free. I'm well, also, dude. Think about it this way. I mean. Personally, me, I'm going to be spending most. I, I would be spending. I'm going to be spending like we're doing this tomorrow. I would be spending most of my time on the co-op, dude. Which means holding shit together, and then if I want to go other places, I'll I'll go there when I need to. And then, dude, you're out convoying around. Oh, Ben's holding it down. That's cool too. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Cat will leave you there. She will leave you. She will get on a bus that she builds. You think she, she's going to convoy? She would, she would rather convoy. You think she's going to convoy? She's a traveler, man. She's a homebody, no, dude. No. I'm telling me, you. Me and Annie are travelers, and we know we know. I'm traveler. telling you, dog. You're not going to pull her out of fucking the AC and the Netflix, dog. <laughs> right. You don't have to. That's just it. I'm not pulling myself out of fucking that. Uh, my bus will have a mixing uh, station where... I'll have all of this ready to go, you know, pulled out with a keyboard, you know. I mean, just, I'm going to have Wi-Fi. I'm going to have heat. I'm going to have air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm going to build it with all the comforts I well, would in a Well, dude, home. you got to think you're going to be burning gas. Maybe. Depends. Well, you, you got to drive a car. Well, there's certain you're gonna pedal it. that run on used uh, fryer. In well, there. yeah, you but. Know? Yeah, dude. the whole thing would smell like fries, and I understand that. But there no, are a lot of. Different, but you're going to have to track down. Right. I mean, you there can basically run it. Diesel stuff. And I, I'm cool with yeah. fuel, too, though. But because uh, we're not going to be driving it all the time. Yeah. Most of the time, we're going to drive it to campsite to campsite. Yeah. You know, it's not really going to be droven. <laughs> A lot. So you're talking about basically just popping around the U.S. and then picking up little side gigs, yep. like doing someone's trim for. Yep. I mean that's definitely doable, hundred oh, percent. Good. I oh I know, yeah. and the way I see it is, I will just keep working like I am now. Yeah. But doing that, so I'll be making the same amount of money, but there's no fucking way I'll be spending that amount of money. You know, yeah. I'm I have my whole life wrapped up in travel and experiences, not things you know and you know I, I won't be drinking as much i won't be smoking as much because i'll be traveling it'll be harder to get it won't be worth it i'll be more interested in immersing myself yeah. in the actual right. journey itself you know i hear you be great. i hear you be great I hear you. that's why i'm convoy 
And you're a co-op. I'm a co-op man, dude. <laughs> I'm talking about getting some cows, dude. I want to raise some cows. All that too. I like. I would love to travel and work on your co-op enough to get it running. Yeah. You know, but you know, I, I'm a I'm a traveler. I'm gonna have to leave. You know. Do, dude, that's fine. I'm happen, talking about. Know? I'm talking about. Like I said, it's a co-op, which means I'm holding it down, dude. Yep. No obligations either. No strings attached. Well. There's always strings attached in a co-op. I have to uh, no. put in my effort. No, I'm no, because there's no have to, because I know that it's like I know you, so I know you're going to do what you can do when you can do it. There's not ever going to be a have to. But And that's why we only have people that we trust like that on the co-op. True that. You only have people where it's like, like Mike, I, you know, I'm not going to... Like, tell Mike you have to do something. I know Mike, and I know the things he would do, and I've already thought about these. I know how he's going to help out. I know, you know, how he would help out. So I'm going to invite Mike to the co-op. So Mike will have a shack? I'm going to, you're going to invite people, you know, only people on the co-op that you know very well and have known for a long time. You know what I'm saying? All right, so more than like a year, you don't meet someone out the freaking bar. Let me let me delve into my condo you know what I'm saying? a little bit, and, and then and say, "Hey, can, come live on the co-op." Dude. <laughs> you can delve into the 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 co-op, but okay. the convoy. You know, we get a bunch. Let's say we have let's say we have four people because you were talking about everybody living on a corner of the property, right? Yeah. So let's say we have four people in the convoy, and those those people would vote and figure out where they would want to go. You know, mm. and if two people vote one thing and two people vote wait, the vote other what thing, are they voting on? Like where to go? What do you mean? Know? Oh, oh, where to right, go? Right, where to drive know? to? Right. Okay. You know, so I see. You know, it, it's always open. If you don't want to be a part of it, you can leave. Whatever. But the 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 point of doing this is to have strength in numbers. If it's just two people, you know, traveling, it's that's at least better than one. Yeah. But. Three or four is way better than two. So okay. the more people you have traveling to the same thing, the more numbers, the more safe you're going to be in most situations. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, the green where to go is a big thing of the convoy, you know. Okay. Uh, and then maybe meals could be broken down where, you know, you, you save money by, you know, making one big dinner for everybody, you know. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe breakfast. And that's something you'd all discuss. You'd have to discuss almost every aspect of, yeah. uh, of traveling like that, like when to take breaks, whose toilets work, who has a toilet, who has solar power, you know, all of that, you know. That's too much fucking organization. So for me, I think that's less than a co-op. No. You have Because co-op, it's like I, I go outside my house, I do my shit and Where's the I water chill. coming from? You know, huh? where, where's Gonna the water well coming done. from? Going to have a well dug. Okay, does everybody have access to that well? One well. One well, everybody has access to it. Yep. Okay, and then the garden, one garden, everybody has access to it. Yep. Okay. Livestock? Yep. Everybody can kill as many pigs as they want to eat? No, no. Uh, no, there's going to be a time of the harvest and you have to bring in what you want and we'll all collectively keep it alive. Annie added, uh, she wanted to give a shout out to Wilbur. The shout out Wilbur. (laughs) I used to have a pig called Wilbur. Really? (laughs) Wait, what was the name of the pig in the movie, Babe? 
What was the other one? Babe. <laughs> babe, know. the movie, Babe. Yeah, I think it was you know Babe the about. Pig. Yeah. There's another one with a pig. Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Charlotte Web. Charlotte is the spider. Spider. Wilbur's the pig. Wilbur is the pig. That's why she nice. said it. It's Charlotte's Web. <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> Wilbur the pig is he's a pig comedian. Wilbur. <laughs> hey, we brought it back around though, because uh, yeah, yeah, because Wilbur's in a barn, and uh, this is the shit show.